It was Napoleon who declared, an army marches on its stomach. Long gone are the days when soldiers opened up cans of unpalatable sludge, muck and vomit, as some Second World War Canadian troops referred to their meals. Modern military meals come in a wide variety. We'll learn about the new grub today on Defense Watch, as well as the military's new culinary secret weapon, the spork. My guest is Edith Jutra, manager of the National Combat Rations Program for the Department of National Defense. Welcome, Edith. Oh, thank you. So, what exactly is your job? We are responsible for developing the entire combat rations, so uh, deciding which combat rations are necessary. So we plan the menu, we, uh, we select the products, we test the product uh, to ensure that it's adequate for the shelf life. So as a whole, basically, it's the making of the combat ration is our responsibility. And so combat rations, we're talking about essentially food for the military personnel in the field in different forms, right? So... The combat rations would be used when um, when fresh feeding is not possible, where, where you simply cannot bring uh, a cook to f- feed mm-hmm. fresh. Right. So that's why the combat ration, it doesn't need to be refrigerated. It's stable at room temperature, mm-hmm. and the shelf life of them is uh, three years. Three years. And right. we have different types of combat rations. We have the what we call the IMP. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the individual meal pack. Mm-hmm. And... Then we have the LMC, which is the light meal pack. Right. The IMP is basically we have um, one per meal, mm-hmm. so and we have twenty one different menus. And it's it's a full meal and a, a, f- a full meal in a bag essentially, right? Full meal in a bag. Mm-hmm. So it will have your main course, uh, the beverage, the dessert. Uh, a little bit of snack, the condiments. It's going to contain also uh, the spoon. So everything you need to eat that meal is in it. Well, you might need water mm-hmm. to reconstitute the uh, the beverages, mm-hmm. but that's it. Now, okay, three year shelf life. So if I if I open one of these bags in three years from now, it's going to be as tasty as as it was when it was first packaged. Uh, yes, it will. And <laughs> when we do the selection of the items, we do test for the shelf life. Mm-hmm. And there's um, there's different ways of doing that. One of them is that we we're, we're gonna take, let's say, the chocolate bar or the different uh, items. We will put it into an incubate incubator mm-hmm. at 37 degrees Celsius for three months. <laughs> so heat will make the product age a lot faster. Mm-hmm. So one month equals one year. So we will test the products that way. Mm -hmm. And if the product passes, at least then we know that the product is good for the shelf life. So who's the lucky individual that gets to taste this at these intervals? Myself and my team. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Have you ever gotten sick from from this? No, we don't. Because it's sometimes, because we do use a lot of the commercial products, mm-hmm. and a commercial product is going to have a one-year shelf life, let's say. And it's going to say when they put the shelf life, is they look that the product has not changed at all. Mm-hmm. So the commercial product is that 
the product has to remain exactly the same as when it was produced. Mm -hmm. That's when they put their, their shelf life. For us, it's different. It's as long as it's consumable and it doesn't make you sick, but it might be maybe the candy is going to be a bit more sticky mm -hmm. or it might be a bit harder. Or But as long as it's still safe to eat and mm -hmm. to consume, it's still fine. Mm -hmm. I guess if you're in uh, the deserts of Afghanistan, uh, if the candy's a little bit sticky, it's probably the least of your worries, right? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> now, is there something that they have to do to the food or you have to do to the food or your contractor, I guess, to give it that shelf life of three years? So is it, is it a microwave, uh, you know, situation or how, how are they how are they doing that? So I'm really glad you, you're asking me this because uh, I get a lot of questions on that. Um, and I'm happy to clarify it, is the main meal is in a retort pouch. Mm -hmm. That retort pouch is the process of canning. Mm. So that's why the texture of the food, you have to compare it to any canned product that you have. Mm -hmm. So in the retort pouch, there is absolutely no preservative. And so the, uh, sorry to stop you there, so a retort pouch is, is kind of an aluminum uh, Yes. Aluminum, uh, it's an aluminum foil. pouch. Yeah. It's lighter than a can. And because it's thinner, it takes less time to basically sterilize it. Mm. So you retain a lot more your nutritional value than uh, in a big, thick can that it takes longer, more heat, and more time to... Mm -hmm. uh, to sterilize it. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to describe what I'm looking at. So the outer bag, it, it almost looks like a, a brown paper bag, and it's sealed. And uh, inside are the individual components, right? That's correct. Yeah. Now, uh, let's say you use you use commercial chocolate bars and, and that type of thing, right? In that, yes. I mean, so is the chocolate bar that you've got in in the in the meals? Is it the same as uh, I would buy at at the corner store? Yes, that's correct. So. In the, um, in the ration, yeah. there are some commercial products that are available for everybody, yeah. but there are also other products that have been developed only for us for our specifications. Right. And that is uh, sometimes just to make sure that it meets the nutritional requirements. It's also because when we choose a meal um, or any product that goes into the combat ration, Okay, I might like it, but it's not me, finally, that's going to be the end user using it. Right. So all of our product, uh, once a year or once every two years, we take the new products, we go to three different brigades, yeah. to Valcartier, Petawawa, and, um, and Edmonton, and we will bring um, the new products and ha ask the soldiers to try it and mm -hmm. to test it. Mm -hmm. And if the product fails, we don't... We don't uh, put it in the ration. Mm -hmm. If it passes, sometimes with comments, we can fix the product so that it will pass, but mm -hmm. then it would need to be reevaluated. Um, so it's them that will decide whether it's it's acceptable or not. So how do you come up with like the a, a new, you know we've got twenty one meals right I think you said yes twenty one so menus. How do you yeah. come up with a with a new one? Like do you just go hey you know I think eh, maybe let's try this or or what, what's the process? Well, we do have a Facebook pages uh, a, a Facebook page called uh, Canadian Combat Ration. So mm -hmm. we do get feedback from that mm -hmm. uh, the soldiers because when we go at the brigades we. It's one-on-one. -on -one. We do get a lot of feedback. Mm -hmm. and um, But we also work with our retort pouch suppliers sometimes at developing uh, a, a different products. Mm -hmm. Like right now, we ask to develop a bit more 
vegetarian products mm. uh, or breakfast entrees. So they will come up with suggestions because they have a chef and mm-hmm. and they're the experts. Um, because you have to understand that that process, it really, really changes the texture of the meal. Right. So right. that's why we got rid of all the omelets. There's no more eggs. Oh, the, the, the infamous <laughs> omelet. I, I've, I've been in the field before, and those things, no one ever... Uh, no one ever seemed to uh, like those, so... Uh, so it's gone. <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> okay. Now, um, what's the... So you get suggestions, right? Yes. What's the weirdest suggestion that you've had from, from uh, soldiers or military personnel for, for uh, a new meal? I, I look at it that any suggestion is a good suggestion, yeah. but uh, I can tell you now we have uh, we have poutine <laughs> on right. the menu. Yeah. We do have the hamburger, and okay, like we did, uh, we were asked for a pizza. But yes. Unfortunately, yeah. that was hard to do, so we turned it into a pizza pasta. Yeah. So what uh, what are the most popular meals that you've got on the uh, on the go now? The stews are very popular and well liked. Um, the uh, the one that I brought, uh, the um, in in Indian chicken, Indian that's chicken. quite uh, popular. The spaghetti and meatballs. Yeah. Out of twenty one, we might change. Uh, just maybe five or six, like mm-hmm. on a yearly basis. Um, to try to uh, get rid of the ones that maybe are not as popular, or just to add a variety. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you know. Um, I've I've seen in the past um, on overseas missions that uh, your meals are actually quite well thought of compared to the American, uh, you know, meals ready to eat or whatever. There seems to be more more selection or more. I don't know. The food just seems to be better. So is that? Uh, have, have you heard that before? I've been told uh, it's the taste, it's the flavor. Yeah. And it's also the texture of the meat that we put. We don't like using pre-cut meats. Yeah, we use the yeah. real cuts of meat. Yeah. Uh, so texture-wise and um, apparently the, the comments that are received from other nations and mm-hmm. even from the Americans that it's ours are very flavorful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, American ones, they always seem to have hot sauce and uh, or maybe it's more the American palate that they're that they're focused on or whatever. Oh, but so. we do have the hot sauce, <laughs> and uh, I know I'm not allowed to take that away you from know, that's a popular one. Oh, yeah. yes. <laughs> so how many, um, how many meals would be produced each year for the Canadian Forces? So the uh, individual meal packs, the mm-hmm. IMPs, we produce them every year, mm-hmm. and that can vary from year to year. So it could be a volume of... 700,000 to up to 2 million hmm, per year. Per year. So it varies from one year to the other. Yeah. But we do produce them every year. And uh, it's used for training and for operations. Right. Would um, I, I think some of it would also be used for, like, uh, I've seen them with uh, forest fire uh, fighting teams and that type of thing, or government, uh, you know, emergency responders. Is is there some kind of arrangement for that? or? We don't normally the we were not in in the business of selling the yeah. combat rations and uh, even for the other um, uh, government agencies technically mm-hmm. it's it's designed for the military members mm-hmm. so unless there are agreements made um, that the others are using it but it's definitely designed for the the use of the calf members right okay. So okay, so you brought. Let's see what we've got here. So let's start with the light, uh, light meal combat pack. 
So thank you. So, so the, this this comes in what? This is a kind of a plastic aluminum um, 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 pouch, and we've got menu number one: beef jerky. Yes. So, okay, so we talked a lot about the IMPs. Mm-hmm. That, and the IMPs is about uh, each one 1,200 calories per day. So for a total of 3,600 calories for one person per day. Mm. But depending on the physical activity that you do, you might need more calories. So that's where you have the light meal pack. Mm-hmm. There's less variety for the light meal pack. Uh, it's about 1,000 calories. And that is available for all the soldiers, and it provides them its different snacks. Mm-hmm. So we have three menus. So we'll get the regular beef jerky, the barbecue beef jerky, and the teriyaki beef jerky. So three types of beef jerky? And, oh, oh and, So yeah, three yeah. different menus. Right, so there right. are three, so that, let's say, every day you don't get the same one. Yeah. <laughs> so, so would this be more if, let's say, you're going out on a patrol or something, um, you would just throw this in your backpack? or That would be suitable, yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, I'm going to open this and we'll see we'll see what goodies there are. It's kind of like Halloween. Anyway, it smells good. All right. So we've got, yeah, Nescafe, sweet and creamy. These coffee, uh, this is coffee, instant coffee. It's I've had this, and you can buy it at uh, different uh, stores. It's great stuff. And then we've got a, yeah, a fruit fruit bar. And that, the fruit bar, that's a good example. Like you look at it, yeah. probably like the expiry date, but it lasts forever. Oh, I see. Okay. And, okay, so we've got almonds, right? Yes. And so we have, uh, for the past three years, we have now introduced uh, the uh, trail mix because that was what mm. the soldiers were asking for. Mm-hmm. And in order, you see, in order to get the shelf life out of it, mm-hmm. it's in aluminum pack- packaging, but also... Um, uh, you get there's no air in it, like vacuum pack. Oh, it's vacuum packed. Okay. So this way, it's just gonna stay fresh for right. a, a long time. Now, what type of now, so a strawberry meal replacement? Uh, I mean, what type of reaction have you got on on those drinks? Actually, it's well accepted also, yeah. and that was uh, through um, uh, when we were doing our field trials. Many. Um, Many soldiers were asking for protein drinks. Okay. So this is basically a type of protein drink. Right. So we have different flavors: vanilla, strawberry, chocolate. What's the What's you know, the, the uh, What's the top flavor? Uh, I think the vanilla yeah. one is is the most really uh, liked. Wow. And so I'm gonna see if I can open this beef jerky. So it's kind of in one big one big slab, one big chunk, right? Hmm. And that's one of the things, and um, there's commercial companies Mm. that basically make it to our specification. Right. um, Because that beef jerky comes from known um, uh, known companies. Canadian beef. But what happens is that in our specifications, we need to have it cut in small pieces because with time, it's just going to dry out. Oh, okay. As you can see, the pieces are smaller, so it's easier for you to mm-hmm. eat it. Mm. It's pretty good, actually. Yeah. yeah. And I've heard uh, an interesting fact is up north there was an exercise, and I said, oh, what do you do with the beef jerky when right. it's cold? Apparently, they put it in hot water, and then it comes all nice and soft, and okay. it makes a bouillon with it. Oh, <laughs> so. okay, yeah. You can make, a, uh, yeah, make some kind of stew out of it. That's neat. Yeah. And that um, and uh, sweet sweet and salty almonds. All right, let's 
This looks good. You know, why, I think this would be perfect for backpacking and, and that type of thing. I mean, I know that you can't sell them to the public, but I'm surprised that the companies haven't, haven't done that, you know? It's up to them. They can do, we, mm -hmm. there's no IP rights for uh, what we do. So whenever they develop a, um, a product for us, if mm -hmm. they want to sell it to the public on a separate line, they're allowed to. So for, for something like this, you would have just gone to your contractor and said, we want to try sweet and salty almonds. Just give us, you know, give it uh, give it your best shot or, or let us exactly. know. Exactly. Okay. Provide me with uh, different uh, assortments of uh, nut mixes, and mm -hmm. that's what they do. I take it to the base. There's some, the, the best ones that will have the highest score, then we select them if it passes. Yeah. And then we can put it on the menu. These are very good. So is there any that... You take them, take them out to the bases, and the soldiers go, "No, this is just this is uneatable," or take this away. I mean, do you get that a lot? Uh, well, we had it with the eggs, and yeah, that's yeah, why yeah. we the omelets. That's why we ham and uh, eggs. I think it, it was right. Uh, yes, so <laughs> that's why we got rid of it, and um, now. Um, well, I, I had heard a bit about the salmon. Unfortunately, oh, yeah, we took yeah, it out of yeah. the uh, of the menu also. Mm -hmm. So it's just as we hear comments like that, mm -hmm. uh, we react to it and we ad readjust the menu. Yeah. All right. So let's try. Uh, let's try an IMP. And we'll Which see. Do you, uh, want, do you want the spaghetti? Oh, let's try Indian. No, let's try. Indian? So we've got spaghetti and Indian chicken. So why don't we try Indian chicken? So we've got. It comes as I mentioned in a um, aluminum foil. We open it up. So. We have quite a selection here, you know, crispy uh, coffee crisp. That's pretty good. And the coffee as well. So we've got matches. Oh, now this, it looks like a Rolade. And what it is, is a napkin, right? That's good. But I have seen people put this in their mouth. Now, probably civilians, because no military individual would do that. But uh, have you ever got feedback on that? <laughs> But uh, that's, I, I, I know. Um, but that's why I think we have uh, written on it, do not eat. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let me say, oh, yeah, you're right. It's yeah. not a candy. Yeah, it's not a candy. Do not, do not eat. Just add water. So it, um, it, 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 what is a... You just need like a very, a lot of people use this in camping. You just need mm. a very uh, small amount of water and then it's going to become a really nice uh, napkin mm -hmm. that you can mm -hmm. use. So let's see. So yeah, each each individual one comes like in a cardboard uh, box. It almost looks like a, a a book or like a pocket book or whatever. And you pull that cardboard out, and you've got a um, you've got a uh, aluminum pouch. And you would take this usually if, if you can. And so you've got a uh, hot water um, through your heater or whatever, and you'd boil this for you know a couple minutes until it until it's hot. Exactly. Yeah. Just to put it in hot water, it's going to reheat it. Right. Yeah. And soldiers, though, I mean, if they're on the move or depending on their tactical situation, if they have to eat a cold, then that's the way it is, right? Yes. And it's safe because that, that product, it's already cooked. So mm -hmm. it is safe to be, um, it's safe to be eaten uh, cold. Right. And actually, we do test it also cold. Oh, you do? Yes, okay. we do. Yes, we do. Well, I'm going to test Make it cold sure. right now, so oh, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> and I think I see you have in your hand yes. is the new spork. 
that the we spork. have. All right. We used to have a spoon, and in 2016, we introduced the spork, which is a combination of a spoon and a fork. Okay. Hmm. Oh, that's pretty good. And, and that's cold. I know, it's cold. <laughs> it tastes so, much better warm. Yeah, but. no, it's good. Nice and spicy. The chicken is, um, yeah, that's good. I like that. So... I could see how that's I could see how that's one of uh, one of the favorites for sure, right? Mm-hmm. And um, and why did you go to the spork? What was the uh, what was the reasoning on that? You know, again, it was some feedback that we got from the soldiers, mm-hmm. and uh, that the spoon that we had was not sturdy enough. Mm-hmm. It was not functioning, and also we saw also the americans also had a spork mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, so we we look at what the others also do yeah. and then we come up with the products that's going to meet our needs what's the weirdest thing that you've heard as far as you know well the one about the the beef jerky in the hot water yeah. i thought that that was a brilliant idea mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> but i would have never thought of doing that yeah yeah no it's, it seems it's good okay so let's so we've got spaghetti and meatballs right I'll try that, I think. So essentially, you've got the same... It, it seems like... So you've got your desserts, right? And they're pretty much uniform, although we get different different varieties, right? Yes. So here, this is the hamburger, right? Now, I, I had that in the Arctic. Now, this is... I find this fascinating. So it's a, it's a hamburger bun, but it's essentially a flattened hamburger bun, right? And I guess that's the only way that you can really, it doesn't retain its puffiness, right, over a three-year period? In the past, we had, like, this little bun yeah, that yeah. was more like a little loaf. Yeah. And then we were asked, could we have it sliced? Ah. So then that's how working with a supplier yeah. that we ended up with this hamburger bun. Now it's sliced. But, mm-hmm. yes, it's a bit flattened and... But it it's, looks like a regular, a, it looks like, you know, a hamburger bun that's just come off the, you know, the, like you'll find in any of the grocery stores and then someone has just squashed it. I exactly. Mean, yeah. And that one, it's not retorted. So yes, it does uh, have preservative to maintain the shelf life of it. Right. But it's still got a three-year shelf life? Yes. Okay. All right. So and the retort pouch because it's sterilized, so the it's just that with time, it's the sensory qualities will deteriorate. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. sometimes like you take the applesauce yeah. um, or the fruits, they might get darker, mm-hmm. but it's still very safe to, to yeah. be consumed. Uh, there's no problem. You're not going to get sick unless the pouch is bloated. Right. And that's easy to see. It comes like a balloon. And is that from heat? Or like if it's been out Actually, in... heat will age the product much faster right. than cold. So if a ration freezes... It's fine. You just thaw it, and yeah. then you can consume it. It yeah. can even sort of freeze and thaw a couple of times, uh, and it's still going to be fine to be consumed. Mm-hmm. Like, it's mm-hmm. not a problem. But the heat is just that if it's been sitting in the heat for a long time, it's just that it ages it. It's so well, Yeah, so that I mean, that's a good question, or that's a good point, right? Because I remember, so I was in Jamaica, and so they had pallets of this stuff in the blazing sun, right? So it's been out in the sun for two weeks or something. How do you know, well, it, then that's kind of degenerated it X amount? Like, or is there a, is there a formula or... 
It's just by knowing uh, the temperature and um, we set the three-year shelf life. Mm -hmm. And so if the temperature was in the 40 degrees, so one month, they're already one year Oh, really? One year uh, older. So it's oh. from all the data we look at it and huh. unfortunately, so it's not good to keep them in the heat. And are they monitoring, is the Canadian Forces monitoring that in the field? Like, okay, that pallet of, of uh, you know, food or IMPs has been out, uh, you know, um, for two weeks? or. I hope that they do. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess, I mean, I you're not going to get do. sick, right? It's more just... Um, exactly. It's uh, just, it's, it's, just uh, it's, the, it's the sensory that, unfortunately, it's going to affect it, but it's yeah. not going to make you sick. Well, no, when you're talking about not. sensory, you're talking like the, the taste, taste, the, the, the texture. Look. It yeah, might be yeah, softer. Yeah. It might be. Soft. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So let's. We're gonna give this uh, spaghetti and meatballs a go. So I gotta tell you, you know, being an Italian, <laughs> I've uh, grown up on spaghetti and meatballs. But, but you I know have, what? I, I have to remind you, it's like a canned product. It's not uh, okay. like your. Uh, I'm looking your for my grandmother's uh, recipe. Here's my spork. So, let's see. It smells like spaghetti and meatballs, so we're going to get a meatball here. Mm. Yeah, that's pretty good. I'm glad you <laughs> like it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's see what the spaghetti is like. Mm, yeah, it's a, it's, a good, it's a good, like, camping meal, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, Edith, well, I mean, this has been a culinary experience that uh, I really enjoyed. Uh, thank you for, for coming on to Defense Watch. Oh, well, thank you very much for inviting me. I enjoyed it. So we've been talking to Edith Jutra, and she's the manager of National Combat Rations Program for the Department of National Defense. The topic was uh, combat rations and the food that uh, military personnel eat while they're in the field. I'm Dave Puglesi. You're listening to Defense Watch. You've been listening to Defense Watch. I'm Dave Puglesi. If you'd like to share your comments or suggestions for future podcasts, email me at dpugliese at postmedia.com. If you'd like to see the digital version of Defense Watch, go to the Ottawa Citizens website. Defense Watch has been produced by Post Media. Sound editing by Mina Gamry. Our senior editor is Drake Fenton. Our editor-in-chief is Michelle Richardson. Special thanks to Keith Bennell. Thanks for listening.